Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the most electrifying podcast in all of internet radio today. You are listening to the Sports Wire. My name is Vinny Apicella, and I am here with you, sitting here in my lovely abode in uh, beautiful, historic New Britain, Connecticut, and still under self-isolation, social distancing rules. It is now Saturday, the 28th of uh, March, 2020 at 6.23 a.m. And uh, I gotta say, today's episode, I gotta talk about the differences between wrestling past and wrestling present. Uh, WWE just released on WWE Network the 10 biggest matches in WrestleMania history. It's 5 hours and 41 minutes and 1 second. (laughs) And I just watched the first two matches. Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant from WrestleMania 3. And then Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock for the WWE Championship from WrestleMania 17. uh, The second of their three WrestleMania uh, matches. uh, Main event matches, I believe. But here's the thing, okay? Obviously, Hogan and Andre was for the WWE Championship as well. But here's the thing, okay? You will never, ever, ever see any matches that have that psychology anymore. Like, you go through and you know when you have them. Guys like Hogan, guys like Austin and The Rock, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, uh, they perform at a high, even Triple H for that matter, uh, John Cena, but they perform at such a high level and the psychology of the matches are there where it draws the, uh, it just draws the people in. I just want to give a quick, I haven't watched the whole thing, but here are all the matches that they have listed. Hogan, Andre, WrestleMania 3, uh, Stone Cold and The Rock, WrestleMania 17, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 26, which was their uh, streak versus career match. Uh, Hogan versus The Warrior at WrestleMania 6. Then you had uh, WrestleMania 31, which I believe was uh, Brock Lesnar defending against, was it Roman Reigns at 31? Yes, it was, where Seth Rollins cashed in the Money in the Bank. The Rock versus Hollywood Hogan at WrestleMania 18. Batista versus Orton versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. John Cena versus The Rock at WrestleMania 28. Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, the Iron Man match from WrestleMania 12, which is probably why it's five hours, almost six hours long. And then Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 35. Those are, according to the WWE Network, the... uh, top 10 biggest matches in WrestleMania history. And you know what? I have to agree with just about all of them. Maybe not the Roman Brock uh, match from WrestleMania 31. That's, I don't know. That one, I, I would probably have put the, Ho- the the Undertaker Triple H Hell in the Cell from WrestleMania 28 uh, where, you know, it was the end of the era match. That match was full of all kinds of psychology and stuff, but like I said, there's no psychology in the business today. Like, you have guys that are flip-flop and fly, okay? 
you know, you look at all elite wrestling, Jericho's not really a high flyer. He does a couple things, but which is fine. But when you look at like an Omega match, like Omega or the Bucks or uh, you know, the newer crop of, of, of wrestlers, all they care about is flip flop and fly. And you know, the audience, you know, this is awesome, this is awesome when it's really not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's cool to watch and it's great athleticism. I'm not denying that. But it takes you out of the match. It, it doesn't give you any reason to emotionally invest in anybody. Um, I honestly feel like there's just too much. There's there's too much of a lack of psychology in wrestling nowadays. You even see it in WWE. I'm not you know just saying it's it's uh, all AEW. But even in the WWE, when you have you know a lot of you know the guys with the Flipping and and everything and so you know a Brock Lesnar match usually suplex 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 pin. There's not much psychology to it. I am anxious to see how you know somebody how how the Undertaker and AJ Styles is going to go. The, you know those two. It's it's going to be like Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Even though Undertaker's a little older, but I think I think Undertaker and AJ Styles is going to be fantastic uh, from this year's card of. Non-WrestleMania. That's what I'm going to call it. Non-WrestleMania. Um, there's been so many changes to the card because of this COVID-19. Obviously, it's not going to be in Tampa Bay. Obviously, it's it's going to be pre-recorded over two days. There's no fans, closed sets. But listen, Roman Reigns is no longer in the title match against Goldberg. He was replaced by, if you don't want to hear spoiler... You know what? I'm not going to give it away. I've, I've read the news. I, I don't want to know the spoilers about who wins or whatever. Uh, but Roman Reigns is no longer on WrestleMania. Bobby Lashley was quarantined for two weeks before his match with uh, Aleister Black, which that's such a clash of styles. I don't even know why it's on WrestleMania in, in, in the first place. There really was no buildup for it. Undertaker and AJ Styles, obviously you have that match. Uh, the Miz... Not competing at WrestleMania, so I don't know what's happening with the tag team match. Uh, maybe Morrison defending against either the New Day or the Usos. Uh, they were going to wrestle on SmackDown uh, last night, which I didn't watch. I'll watch that today. Uh, but it's just amazing to me. And then, and then you had Dana Brooke and Rey Mysterio, who were both put in isolation. Uh, Andrade as well in isolation. Uh, so he was replaced uh, in the tag team title match with the street with uh, the street profits t- tagging with Andrew Garza. There's there's a replacement there. Um, so a lot of changes on the WrestleMania card due to COVID nineteen. Um, honestly, in my opinion, now like I, I like I said, and I've said this for the past week. I applaud WWE and AEW for going forward, putting on shows to entertain us and taping with closed, uh, you know, closed arenas, closed off to the public and, you know, just the essential personnel. I get it. And I appreciate them wanting to do that. At this point, though, I would have canceled WrestleMania and postponed it because now it's changed so much. Storylines aren't going to matter anyways. And... It's really not going to be what it what it was meant to be. This COVID nineteen, this coronavirus disease of two thousand nineteen, has really wreaked havoc on our daily lives. 
and now it's and more prevalent. You know, uh, I think the better thing would have been done would be to just postpone WrestleMania, and that's in my opinion what would have been the best bet at this time. Uh, you know, you could still have the matches and stuff, but don't call it WrestleMania because it's not. It's it's a, it's a mock WrestleMania, you know, and it's just it's it's. It's sad, and I appreciate Vince wanting to go through with it, but at some point, Vince, even Vince McMahon himself, has to say that this illness, which he views as, as a weakness, okay, somebody, for, the, for a guy who hates people sneezing in front of him, okay, he's got to understand that this illness is real, which I'm sure he knows it's real, but I mean, he's got he's to put the, you know, kind of, Put the respect of the brand in front of, you know, at top priority. Because while we applaud you for going on with the show, you got to kind of step back and be like, you know what? We want to have it bigger than what it is. At this point, it's looking like SummerSlam is going to be the bigger bigger pay-per-view this year. Because SummerSlam is going to have the Hall of Fame, from what I've heard. And uh, so on and so forth. So... You know, NXT TakeOver UK, I think it was Blackpool or whatever, was pushed back till July. Uh, you know, all this other stuff, Hall of Fame, and it was pushed back till SummerSlam weekend, I believe. So, you know, all this stuff that's going on, you know, I appreciate them wanting to do that. But you know what, let's, how about putting on some clip shows where you could put it together in the, in the you know, the edit suite. You know, let the guys stay home with their families during this time instead of traveling. You know, which I which I feel is why they're taping so much pre pre taped in advance. I get that, and I understand and appreciate that. But now it's to the point where, okay, if you're going to run out of Raws and Smackdowns in the can, let's put some classic stuff on. Let's put some classic shows on USA and Fox. Um, you know, and and kind of bring some of the casual fans back because while everybody's at home doing nothing, flipping through the channels. If you're gonna if you're gonna go through and, and I'm gonna go through and, and catch you know what hey, holy crap it's the NWO. It's when Hogan turned on on Savage, at Bash of the Beach '96. It's on Monday Night Raw. Could you believe? Could you imagine what kind of audience that that would bring people in? It would bring people back, like holy crap, this is the genesis of the NWO. The the. I don't want to say the best faction in history, but definitely the faction that changed wrestling history. Uh, you know, the creation of it. You know, and... Or, even better, throw, put the Montreal screw job up there. Like, the biggest double crosses, or the biggest screw jobs, or whatever. Or the biggest, you know, the biggest turns. You put Austin and, and uh, Bret Hart for WrestleMania 13, where it was a double turn. You know? Put some of the, that classic stuff on Raw and SmackDown and NXT for the most part. You know, um, Raw, put some FCW stuff on NXT. But for Raw and SmackDown, put some of the classic stuff from the from the archives. You have a ton of archives. You can help. You can put Flair Steamboat, you know, on one of the shows. And, and just to get people in. You can provide new commentary. You could have, you know, Michael Cole and Corey Graves or, you know do commentary over, over, over something, or just leave the commentary as is, because a lot of times the commentary brings it what it is, uh, you know, I honestly feel like that would be the better way to do things at this point, 
that's my opinion. That's I mean, I don't work for the WWE. That's why my bank account doesn't show multi-millions of dollars, but that would be my idea. Uh, all of the wrestling dynamite this past week. You know, I got to say this. Like I said, I appreciate them wanting to put on the shows to, you know, keep our our minds off this stuff, but they lost it with me this week. I mean, the, the majority of the show was good. I didn't like, and I, I mentioned, and I mentioned this yesterday, I didn't like Kenny Omega on commentary because he just doesn't bring any excitement to it. Tony Schiavone is great, and I honestly feel like it should have been Tony Schiavone and Taz for the show, um, but... Omega just doesn't have the excitement, the energy behind it, and, and just, like, no. Omega's got to stay out. Cody Rhodes did a good job on color. Or Cody, I should say. Did a great job on color. But not not Omega. Uh, you know, Omega-Guevara match was great. You know, was as good as it's going to be. Guevara is just freaking awesome. I, I do see what people say when they say he's the next Eddie Guerrero. Uh, just fantastic. Uh, all around, a great athlete, you know, he, and with being under Chris Jericho's wing in the inner circle, he's just going to get better, um, absolutely, I, I, I'm big on Sam Guevara, uh, let's see, you also had, now, you had Chris Jericho and Matt Hardy, broken Matt Hardy, in a confrontation, this is where it went to shit, just to be honest, this is where it went to shit. Okay, you had, now I understand the broken world and broken universe and the idea of Matt Hardy having magical powers and stuff, but, which we've seen in the past with The Undertaker and Kane and stuff. However, I didn't like the teleportation of Matt Hardy, you know, in the, uh, the teleportation of Matt Hardy during the, the segment, you know, and you could tell it was bouncing from different camera shots and it was bouncing from tape to tape and, you know, was not put edited together very well because the camera kind of changed a little bit. You know, it just, it was hokey. It really was. And then, you know, I didn't care so much about Matt Hardy having the supernatural power to, to, to have the pyro go off. We've seen that with The Undertaker and Kane. And, you know, fine. That's that that's a good art of storytelling. But with the teleportation, have it done where you know it's a pre-tape. Where you know, you know, like... It's easier to... It's easier to uh, suspend your disbelief when you already know it's a pre-tape. You know, if it was done on the, in the Hardy, Hardy Compound... You know, and, and, you're, and you're doing it there. You know, it's easier. And make sure the camera angles and the camera doesn't change. Make sure everybody's in the same spot. You know, that's kind of what took you out of it. Was that you knew it was pre-taped. You know, and supposed to be on a live show. You know what I mean? That's where it got kind of bad. Um, Matt Hardy is awesome on the mic and so is Jericho. You know, um, I, I can't say much more about that. Uh, Jericho yelling at Vanguard 1 was out of it, which is just fantastic. Jericho is great. Uh, Matt Hardy is great on the mic, and especially with his broken brilliance. Um, I'm really high on it. 
I didn't like the teleportation, though. I thought it was just really hokey. But, I mean, that's it for now. <laughs> uh, we'll be back tomorrow, uh, Sunday morning. Let's let's see how things go again. Uh, my name is Vinny Apicella. Thank you for listening to the Sports Wire. On Monday or Tuesday, like I said, on Monday or Tuesday, uh, depending on when the show drops, I will have a guest on, Bubba Collins, from Memory Lane Podcast. Go check it out. That's usually where I get my legitimate sports news. <laughs> um, but check it out, Memory Lane Podcast. You could go ahead and subscribe to that on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you find your favorite podcast. And, of course, subscribe to the Sports Wire anywhere you find your favorite favorite podcasts. Or you can go to sportswireaudio.com. That brings us to our anchor.fm page. Uh, email us, sportswireaudio at gmail.com. You can go ahead and follow me on Twitter at the Apicella SWE and then follow the Sportswire on Twitter and Instagram at Sportswire Audio. Thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow. Enjoy your day, folks. Stay socially distant. Or should I say stay physically distant but socially connected. There you go. Have a great day, everybody.